coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing. By listening to others spill their guts, I know you'll relate, relieve some stress, and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do. Abasa babes! Hi! Uh, this is going to be a really exciting episode. I want to welcome you to Business Therapy episode number 27. And as you heard, I have a special guest who's already here live at the beginning with me. What? Who are you? <laughs> I'm Ashley. This is Miss <laughs> Ashley Rose Reeves, who you hear very often working with me, coaching people. Ashley works with me in Allison's Brand School. We did, what was that course we did called? IG for you. Oh yeah. How to make Instagram work for you. We did our IG for you course. Ashley is one of my head coaches in Allison's Brand School. And also you were also featured on my influencer courses. Yeah. I've been around a time or two. So, so you've heard this girl. So this is what happened. We are calling this episode choices, 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 how to make difficult choices with Ashley Rose Reeves and This is what happened. Ashley and I have an exciting thing that we are doing. Super exciting. We are hosting an intimate retreat. What are we calling? We're calling it our Brand School Mastermind Retreat. A Brand School Mastermind (laughs) Retreat. And there are going to be, I think it's between like 13 to 16 16, spots. Uh And... We are so excited. We are opening those spots up, I think, today. And we wanted to do an episode. We're going to talk about the retreat. So it's like a a higher level mastermind retreat. It's a smaller group setting, you know, a little bit higher price point. So, you know, probably you're really serious about your business or you're taking more expensive steps in your business. And exactly at that point is the point in our careers where I felt this way too, where you really feel like you need to be figuring out on your own. Uh And that asking for help is like admitting defeat. Yeah. And that you also, I feel like it's easy. And do you notice this with people? Like you start to get really like finicky about who you will ask for help from because you start to think that you know more than people. Yeah. For sure. And it's like a little, there's a loss of humility, uh-huh. right? Where you're like, oh, no, no, I've been doing this. Yeah. This person doesn't have anything to offer me. That person doesn't have anything to offer me. And I do think it's so important to be discerning with who you take advice from and who you spend money with, obviously. Yeah. But it's also such a good time to stop and remember that like everyone you interact with has insight and experience, uh-huh. regardless of how much money they're making, regardless of their social media following. And so it can be a humbling thing to coach by a peer. Yeah. Right. And so I just was like, Ashley, (laughs) go ahead and set the example for everyone. I'm here. There's always room for growth and to learn more and like to get other people's perspectives on what you're doing. Like, well, and this is something that Ashley and I honestly, essentially what we're doing right now is just opening you up to a conversation we would have. Like these are the types of conversations we have. Ashley does this for me and I do this for Ashley. Ashley and I are going to be close quarters coaching with everyone who comes to our retreat. What's the date? It's April 15th through 17th 
It's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. We're very, very excited about it. Yeah. It's going to be really cool because you'll be able to have one-on-one attention with us. So we're going to help work through all of the things that you're struggling with, but we do that in a group setting with everyone. So you're going to get to learn from everyone's pain points. You absorb so much information. Allison and I have both attended retreats that are built sort of like this. We're doing it our own super awesome way, but we learn so much from hearing other people troubleshoot and pain point things of their business. And then you also get the focus of yours as well. Perfect. Okay. So Ashley, let's get into it and let's just start, right? Let's do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> what is like a pain point or the thing that I love about Ashley and that I laugh is I ask her what a pain point is and that's just not language that you use. No, not. Really. And so you're like, I don't have a pain point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause it's not the way I ex- describe it, but I definitely have things I haven't figured out that I want, which it doesn't have to be a pain point. Actually. I think that's like, it's such a healthy perspective. And it's just one of the reasons I love working with Ashley is she looks at business without any dramatic emotion and so, <laughs> and not in an uncaring way, but in a, she has a lot of dramatic emotion about her house as yeah. I've pointed out to her, uh-huh. but I could ask you pain points about your house and I bet you could list like five. Oh, totally. Which is so funny to me. But when I ask you about your business and you're like, oh, it's just something I haven't figured out yet. Yeah. Right. It's something that hasn't come together yet. So I yeah. love even stopping and focusing on that example because I know we have people listening who have much more the mentality of Ashley and hopefully that helps you relate to what we're discussing Yeah, even further. But if you did have something you'd like to noodle on or something you'd like to talk through, what is it that you're thinking about? And just for like the small amount of people who might not be familiar with what you do, maybe introduce yourself a little bit or even people who know you. It's always nice to hear an overview from the person themselves of what it is they do. Yeah. Okay. So basically I work online primarily as an influencer, like a pretty typical influencer, I guess. Um, I wouldn't say you're typical, (laughs) but I love that. Well, I actually don't have a lot of negative associations with the word, but a lot of people do. But if in terms of like growing a social media, following online and sharing products and stuff that I love, that's totally what I do. I work with a lot of different businesses and companies doing marketing stuff for them when I'm sharing their products. Um, And then I have a lot of side projects too. I work with Allison for brand school and I also have an app on the iTunes store called Favorites. And between those, I just feel like there's a lot going on. It feels like a lot, but it's fun. (laughs) Well, it can be fun and also feel like a lot. Yeah. So my first question for you would be, what's the work you do that like lights you up the most? Again, you've got a great attitude and I know you enjoy everything you do, Mm -hmm. but what do you get the most excited to do? I like having like conversations and connecting with people. And so I feel like I do that a couple different ways, but I do feel like when I'm able to make a connection in some way, it's usually what I'm more excited about. So sometimes that looks like, and like, honestly, some Instagram posts like light me up and are excited. Like I like starting conversations and sometimes that's like speaking to people. Like there's a couple of different ways I like to do that. And so I really like how you have already identified the different ways that you do like to connect. Mm -hmm. Are there some different things that you've tried forms of connection that you're like, "Mm, it expends more energy than I like and doesn't really recharge you in any way? Yeah, I have probably become a little bit overwhelmed with like small group speaking, if that makes sense. And I think we talked a little bit about this before, but this summer I tried to speak to a lot of different youth groups and stuff like that. And that was just a lot of time, a lot of energy. And I didn't, for some reason, 
it just didn't feel like a good fit for me for long term. So when you say small youth groups, like what size are like we talking? 20 to 50 probably. Okay. Um, there are small groups and I'm happy to do it, but I also would just like balance it against the time it was away from my family. And it was hard to like justify the time it took and everything when I do feel like I can get my message out to more people and help more people in a different way. So like bigger groups is something that works a little bit well for me. And I also really like doing anything online. So if I can share the same kind of content, like through Instagram, stories or Instagram TV stuff that seems to be really effective as well. So I think it's interesting to just like stop and take note that you really are focused on connection and Mm -hmm. connection is really important to you. It fuels you. It drives you in the brand workshop when you first came like several years ago. Connection was really like your motivating human need that the business you're creating and the work you do, you love to connect. Yeah. Right. But I do think it's interesting. Mm hmm. You like connecting one on a lot of people, it sounds like. Yeah. And I wonder if that's true mm-hmm. because you weren't being paid mm-hmm. in the like one on 20, one on 50 scenario. Yeah. And so I wonder if you were being paid to speak one on 20 or to speak one on 50, it would have felt different for you. Because it was taking time away. Yeah. I only bring that up because it's funny when I'm actually sitting in this chair and like talking to you now, I hear different things than when I'm just like talking to you as a friend. Yeah. You know, it's like really funny. But what I'm observing is I think that if those things had paid off more monetarily, you wouldn't feel the way you feel. I No, I definitely think that's totally true. Yeah. Like I think I really value like time away from my family because as a working mom, I feel like we're gone so much. And so there's only so much I can really like justify being away when there isn't some kind of payment. And I also, with respect to smaller groups, they usually just don't have the funds to pay me what it would be worth it for me to leave, you know? Yeah. So then I start thinking about ways that I can take that and make it either more monetarily effective. Well, because just to time out really quick, you are the one who really wanted to do the small group retreat. Yeah. I'm the one who kept being like, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. So like, <laughs> even to point that out, like yeah. we're even talking about the small group retreat and that, you know, we are going to be charging for it. It's yeah. going to be a business transaction. Yeah. And you're super excited about that. I am. But yeah, also because I know that it's going to be worth our time. I know that we can really help people. And also I think one thing that's a little bit different about the business retreat and speaking like the subject I speak on is like body positivity. That's not, Mm. I feel like when we're charging people for a business, it feels different. It's always been hard for me to figure out how to charge for something like body positivity when it feels, it's not like when you're charging for business thing, they're going to get a return on their own. If that makes sense with their business, but with like personal stuff, it just feels different. Like selling feelings just feels different. Well, I think that what's, we can talk about that in a second, but the most interesting thing about all of this is how much of this right now, and I know you very well, so this doesn't actually truly reflect your feelings. Yeah. It's all transactional right now. Yeah. It's all being categorized. And I feel like this is just a phase. Yeah. It is a state of business evolution Mm -hmm. where you first you're growing and then you're evolving and then you're starting to make money. And then, oh my gosh, I'm making money. I can start hiring things out. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I have all this opportunity, but now I have all these expenses because I've started hiring things out mm-hmm. and you have a higher cost of living, right? And so then you move into this phase where every hour better be spent making money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're unintentionally moving into that space right now. Yeah. Where you're examining everything you're doing from in your business. Yeah. From and, and you create so much value. 
Yeah. But everything you're doing is for a return. Yeah. The content you create on Instagram Mm -hmm. is strategically engineered to serve people, but also to grow the account. Yeah. Because when you work primarily as an influencer, which is one of the reasons why I choose to no longer, I never, even when I was working as an influencer, really felt like I was. Yeah. But there really kind of is this overhanging constant need to grow your account because the more you grow your account, the more you can get paid for the work you're doing. Yeah. And that's very much how you're working right now. So when I asked what your pain point was before we started, what you kind of came to was, and this is hysterical because I feel like we've come full circle. So yeah. what is what is the, the I mean, pain point? My pain point was like, what to do next? But because you don't necessarily think you want to continue yeah. to do as much influencer work. Yes, totally. Which what I actually think that means mm-hmm. is I think that that desire is you saying, I don't want to be in this place of transactional value so yeah. much anymore. Yeah. Where literally it just takes one to know one. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this to you because I feel like this was very much the place I have found myself in the last few years yeah. as I've grown a team and as my expenses have increased, mm-hmm. where last year, especially I've opened up about this last year with the idea of in order to do this work I love, I have to make X amount of money. Yeah. I have to make sure these things I'm doing are bringing in all of this money Mm -hmm. is really just saying I have to make this much money. Yeah. Whereas I was pinning it on this idea of no, in order to do the work, in order to operate. Yeah. That's still coming from a place of lack. Yeah. Rather than service and abundance. Totally. And I think maybe what you're missing a little bit not saying you're not doing this though, is everything has been reduced to transactional because it's such a business now. Yeah. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It does. Yeah. Because obviously, yeah, you don't want to think about it like that. But when you explain it, yeah, that is how it starts to feel. Well, and like everything you're saying, it's like, well, it's not worth the time because I'm not making money. And when you were saying like you like being on an Instagram post because that's impactful and it can reach a lot of people. Like, yeah, it's all about efficiency and exchange. Yeah. And I love calling you out on it, but like Mm -hmm. I'm calling myself out on it. Yeah. And all of us out on it. Yeah. Because here's why. On the one hand, it's like it's a business. It's a business. Yeah, it it is a business. And Mm -hmm. that's great. But you know, in Allison's brand school, I'm not all about just building a business. I'm about building a business and creating a fulfilled life. Yeah. And I really believe that you can do work you love that is fulfilling mm-hmm. and have a successful business. Yeah. It's not an either or scenario. Yeah. And I've heard this rationalization lately. Even Julie and I were talking. She's like, I know it's a business and we've got to like, you know, hit numbers and this. And I was like, you know what? No, for me, I no longer to choose to believe that. Yeah. I choose to believe, especially with the work that I want to do. I'm just excited to, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not saying either or. Yeah. But that's just me personally. Yeah. That's what I want to do. And I'll keep everyone updated on my experiment. Okay. But for you, (laughs) tell me why that idea of I want to do more than this influencer work. Like, what is that stemming from? I just feel like, I mean, it is that need to feel fulfilled, right? Like, I, of course, do need to make money. And I am like the breadwinner or whatever you want to call it for our family. And so I do feel that pressure. Let's call it, would you say primary income provider or yeah. lead income provider? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there's just that extra little level of like, I can't just not. And so it's like, of course, I want to do things that matter and help people, but I also do need to pay the bills. And so it's trying to find that balance. 
And I do feel like there have been lots of opportunities where I can help people. And I guess the difference with like that small group talking to those things, I feel like if I'm going to do it and if I'm going to do it for free, it just seems to be able to reach more people. And so that's why I think. But, 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 but. Yeah. It needs to reach more people. So it's a better use of your time. Yeah, basically. Which, which I know sounds bad. No, but it doesn't sound bad. Yeah. It only sounds like there's the rub. Yeah. There's the rub that you have unintentionally. Yeah. That you've gotten into a place of transaction. Yeah. Rather than there's no problem. Yeah. There's no problem. If there was maybe a problem, it's that you don't feel as inspired. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't feel as passionate or connected. Would you say that's it? Um, I would you say that you're sick of the work you're doing? Like what? Like, I don't think it's like sick of it. I think it's just like, it feels, I mean, it's the same thing I already said. It feels like, so as working with an influencer, it's not that I'm not like connected or inspired. I just feel like I have done it to the capacity I could possibly do it. If that makes sense. So, so that's really, really good. Yeah. Because to be able to identify why you want the change, Mm -hmm. I think there's some restlessness in that you are also very motivated by growth. Yeah. And it doesn't really feel like a creative challenge anymore. Yeah. Is that part of it? Yeah. I feel like I used to put a lot of energy into like pitching and figuring out how to do this and all this stuff. And I feel like I have the capacity to work with the companies I want to, if I wanted to, I feel like I could, and I'm just not as excited about it anymore. And I do, I don't know. I just feel like I want to do, if I'm going to be selling any kind of products, I want to sell things that are really, really honed in on my message and what I care about. I don't mind sharing about other people's stuff, but it's kind of like I've, I'm helping everyone else's businesses grow. And then at the end of the day, it is a little bit problematic. Like, okay, long-term plan. You just can't grow and sell everyone else's stuff for forever. Why? I don't know. You totally can. You could, but it's Essentially, just... like, I mean, we could go through like, oh my gosh, Mario Lopez. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you could say he can't be a host for, what is he? Like, he's a host for like the hotel channels. E.T. Like E.T., everyone, right? yeah. You could say like Mario Lopez could be like, I can't be a host forever. Like, yeah. I need to have my own TV show or I need to have my own line of products. But like Mario Lopez has shown everybody that you can do. Like, yeah, he's doing a great job. He's great at that. Yeah. To a degree, I don't think I'll ever quit completely. I do like talking about small businesses, especially. And I do like showcasing, like if it's a cool new product, I like talking about it. I like being like the first person to talk about it. I love claim to loopy. I feel like I was the first influencer I knew talking about it. Now everyone has them. So even like Jennifer Lopez posted a picture with a loopy. And I was like, that was me. It was not. It was you. It was all <laughs> but, you, you and JLo. You know, she only knows like, about loopy because of you. <laughs> so I, I do like that side of it. I do think it's fun. But I do think there is a lot of energy spent on the back and forth of like contracts and timing and paid that like there's just all this time spent that I don't really. And I have a lot of it hired out now at this point. But I just wonder if that. So time better spent. So let's talk about how your time is spent, though. Like what percentage of your income would you say is from influencer marketing versus your courses or consulting work that you do with brand school? Yeah, I would say like a third to a half of my income is influencer marketing. Um, How much of your income would you want to come? Probably just a quarter. I feel like I would want to like scale it back. So what do you want your money to come from? Um, that's a really good question. I know it is. I <laughs> I do. I would love to have income come from 
like the brand school that we're doing with all the consulting and coaching and however we can but that's help already people happening. with that. It's already happening, already doing great. We basically already sold all the tickets. They yeah. heard that we we announced it and they're basically they're gone already gone. Gosh, that was so amazing how that happened. <laughs> I would love to have my own product that's aligned with something that I really care about. And why? I because I think that I've really been pushing her on this lately. Yeah. I'm like, why? It would be a fun challenge. It's something different. Okay, great. So it's fun challenge. A yeah. fun challenge. Yeah. That is something that's missing. It's something that I have not done. Okay. To a degree. I did watermelon slicers. You did once. watermelon slicers. You've done a lot of product collaboration. I have done a lot of product collaboration, but yeah, the full process and like branding something specifically, I do a lot of things in collaboration with people. So I think it would be fun to just try something on my own. On my um, own. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So anyways, it's going to be, that's what I think would be fun. I would love to do my own products. I would love to continue to do like consulting and whatnot with brand school. And then I do still love working with businesses. Like that's something that is really fun to me, just not at the volume that I do. And I actually think I have scaled back a lot. Like this year, the number of collaborations I took were a lot smaller, less frequent. So let's focus on choices, 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 Mm -hmm. next steps, choices. So what we had kind of discussed is this idea of, you're feeling the need to like think of a product. I need to pick something. You got to pick something. And, and I said, why? Because yeah, I just feel like if I'm going to do it, I need to do it. I need to figure it out. And I need to like start getting the ball rolling and whatever. Cause I know with products, it is a long process. And so it just feels like you got to figure out what it is first. And my point to Ashley is I don't think anything should be created from that place. Yeah. And I agree. Right. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, all marketing, all product, all of business mm-hmm. is a game of service. Yeah. And I was talking to Eric about this, that government and business and all of these systems and organizations are created to serve the people mm-hmm. and then unintentionally or through the system, it goes back to feeding the system and, yeah. and the structure Mm-hmm. So like we're serving the government or we're serving the business world. Yeah. Where what well, actually what we were talking about is women in the workplace and equal pay. Should you hire people who aren't as qualified? We were getting really into it, right? Should yeah. you hire people who aren't as qualified because you're trying to like give opportunity to people? And I'm like, well, qualified by what standard? Yeah. Qualified by the standard that the system set? And does the system actually still serve the people or are we now just serving the system? Yeah. So to pull back a little bit on that <laughs> on that conversation, this is what happens in our businesses. And this is what we were talking about earlier, where are you serving people? Are you serving yourself? Are you growing as a person or are you unintentionally serving the system? And when you create product, when you create courses, when you create to serve the system, that's when there's a problem. Yeah. I think one thing that I, when you're sitting there talking, I was just thinking, why am I so rushed? Like I am making the money I need. I like whatever. You have everything you need right now. I think the thing I can pinpoint is that it's been a common, not habit, but it's been something that has happened enough. A pattern. A pattern of mine where I feel like someone comes out with something first and I'm like, oh, I wanted to do that. But then someone else has already done it and feeling like I can't. What happened to you in middle school? Oh my God. <laughs> I actually Do asked even that want question together? out of the blue because this sounds like a middle school. It does. I know. Did it I stem know. from something? Did, was I right? Oh, I'm positive. <laughs> <laughs> the 
really like when no, I look at things what like happened? there's no what happened I mean I can't even pinpoint a specific what's the belief what's the underlying it's Ashley so I get to go deeper than yeah, other people fine. what's the underlying belief that somebody does it before you what's the issue with that why I don't know why I want to be first why do you want to be first it, okay let's say you're not first it means you just whatever comes to your mind like even if it's not original okay you're not original what else like, I really don't like the idea of someone thinking I copied them. Okay, let's say everybody thinks you're a copycat. Okay. Because that's a middle school word. Yeah. Word. Copycat. Uh-huh. Copycat. Uh, right? Fiona uh-huh. just like five minutes ago got super mad and said, don't copy me. And I said, why is copying you bad? Yeah. She's like, it's mean. Yeah. And I was like, she's four. Yeah. Why does she think copying her is being mean? Like, fundamentally, I understand that everyone has a completely different approach and way they deliver things. Like I understand that. You teach it. I do teach it. I Mm -hmm. preach it. Like I understand that's important and I know that, but I do think, I think it's more that I don't like the other person thinking that of me, if that makes sense. What if they think it of you? What does it mean if somebody thinks that you copied them? What does that mean about you as a person? Then they don't like Okay, so this is interesting because yeah. it could have meant that you're a bad person. It could have meant that you're an unoriginal person. It could yeah. have meant that you're a stupid person, but it yeah. meant that they don't like you. Yeah. And what does it mean if somebody, and I want everybody following along at home, <laughs> what does it mean if somebody doesn't like you? What does that mean about you? Again, these are yeah. gut reactions. This is not coming from a place of logic. Like, yeah, what gut? Ugh, someone doesn't like you. What do you let it mean about you? I mean, not evolved, Ashley. Yeah. Middle school, Ashley. If someone doesn't like you, it must mean that you're not a valuable person. Okay. So if you're not a valuable person. Yeah. And what does it mean if you're not a valuable person? (laughs) I have my period, so I'm going to start crying. (laughs) But go ahead. (laughs) That you're not important and that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So if you copy people, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. If you don't get to it first, you're not important and you don't have value. Yeah. No wonder you feel so frantic yeah. to pick something out. That That's probably interesting. That probably feels really bad. How does that feel? Yeah. That when you, when you think about it like that, that's a terrible place to try to think of an idea from in the first place. And, and how do you feel? How does that thought make you feel? Not, you're not important and you don't have value. Yeah, like crap. Terrible. And so let's even let's even dive into let's dive into the crap a little <laughs> deeper. Okay. Let's dive into that concept a little deeper. What kind of service do you provide anybody mm-hmm. coming from a place of I'm not important and I'm not valuable? Anything you create from that place will be to validate your importance. Yeah. Will be to validate that you're valuable. Yeah. Does and then that then what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So cool. Cute, Allison. Thanks for psychoanalyzing everybody. <laughs> what do we do from here? Yeah. We release the idea mm-hmm. that you have to figure it out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And focus on the exciting parts that triggered you in a light up kind of way when you were like, well, it's a fun challenge. I haven't done that before. It sounds exciting to like, you know, do the the process from start to finish. Right. Yeah. And so I get how you can be frustrated where you're like, I want to do the process, but I don't know what it is. I want to do the process. Yeah. So what would you say are some actionable next steps for you? I mean, 
the first thing I was thinking when you were talking is that like, maybe I just need to take a break for a second. <gasps> what? <laughs> you mean after losing nearly a hundred pounds, turning your life around, buying a new house, launching courses and doing multiple business endeavors last year, you could need a break? <laughs> Sharing more vulnerably online than you have in your entire life, being open to criticism in a way you've never been before. You could use some healing time. That's unrealistic, Ashley. I know. <laughs> or even just like continue to do what's working for now. Like or take a mother effing yeah, break. What if yeah. you just let all of the momentum and all of the growth and all of the incredible stuff that you put together last year yeah just let you go inward for a minute yeah you have been pouring out yeah nonstop, and you have the capacity to do it more than like anyone I've met that like blows my mind yeah but that doesn't mean you can just do it all the time definitely yeah I love what just happened because I did not see it coming I, I really did it I didn't either I was like what are we gonna talk about yeah Okay. What could there possibly be? <laughs> I love, I just really recently did a podcast episode with Gabrielle Bernstein. Name drop, name drop. And, and this is cool. It's so good. It's on <laughs> Awesome with Allison. Yeah. And she talks about this and I talk about this. We champion so much this society and culture getting so much done and accomplishing so much. And if you haven't listened to that podcast episode after this one, go listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I asked Gabby what her days look like and what she does on a day-to-day basis. And she's like, I'm really not that busy. I work a couple hours. And she just outlined these very, and not in the, I work two perfectly concise structured hours with these modules of exact time. And then I relax for these exact amounts of time, (laughs) which actually is very you. Um, Right? Not entirely, but kind Not of. Not entirely, yeah. but a little bit. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, I lean more that way for you sure. You like a, a real tight schedule. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do too. I do too. In the past, right? <laughs> I want to be a new voice for championing and applauding rest, relaxation, breaks, and not like fluffy self-care breaks, but your business doesn't grow for six months and that's a great thing for your life and ultimately your business breaks. Yeah. Right? Like, totally. What if we give you permission? Let's just, I was going to say six months, but you might like die. So like, let's just say Q1. Q1 is fun. Q1 is fun. Q1 is fun. Right? Yeah. So we've got February. We've got March. Mm-hmm. You just went to Disneyland with your family mm-hmm. and just giving yourself this block of time. And you say, I'm just easing into fun and flow. I'm not figuring anything out for until Q2. Yeah. And then when Q2 pops up, you say, well, let's just see what happens. happens. (laughs) Because I think what might happen is what Vacation Allison is talking about is all last week, I did not stress about a single thing in my business. Yeah. I did not even think about my business. I did not have an existential crisis. This is all unheard of for me, right? Yeah. And I got back and was like, that felt really good. I'm just going to stick with that, actually. Yeah. Even at work, people are like trying to, you saw, you were there yeah, today. They're like, there. hey, why aren't we do? I'm like, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. They're like, wait, we have this live and we have all these graphics and we You're were like, going to do this whole thing. No. Nope. And then they wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And what did I do? I said, no. I just said, it's, it's just not what I want to do right now. And I said, actually, I've got to go because I'm going to see Ginger's doing the science fair. Yeah. And I just left. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> yeah. 
much. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I've seen the evolution. Thank you. So choices, choices, choices. I love how when we peeled back all those layers and I hope that you guys do that exercise that I just did with Ashley. Well, what would that mean? Okay, because this is what happens. The reason why we can't ever get to that exercise is because we won't let ourselves think people think I'm mean. People think I'm bad. People think I'm a copycat. We start padding our thoughts and padding the rush, but I'm not. It's about them. And yes. just stop for a second and go, okay, let's say people do think I'm unoriginal. What does that mean about me? Okay, let's say they do think that I don't have any value. What does that mean? It means nobody's going to love me. What, what does it mean if nobody loves me? Like, I'm going to be all alone. Whoa. I can see now how I was, you know, making my need to come up with a new course from this idea of if I don't come up with a new course, I'm going to be all alone. Yeah. And that's no place to come from. Yeah. So that's the first thing to do. So let's say this is let's like give them some business therapy questions right here. That question of what does it mean about me? Yeah. What does it mean about me? And then what I asked Ashley that kind of just like smacked both of us, which was honestly surprising. I've never heard you say this (laughs) is, okay. so what do you think the next step is? And just let that gut reaction came out and you were like, probably some rest, a break. Yeah. (gasps) I'm so excited for you. It sounds really nice. Okay. And let's say that what sounds nice is fun. Uh Let's say that what sounds nice is collaboration. Uh Okay. Let it be whatever it is. Don't judge it. Yeah. And then the third business therapy question we're going to have everybody ask that I'm going to ask you right now. Mm -hmm. Usually we do the business therapy questions afterwards, but I'm just leading you guys with us right now because it's just fun. Let's do it. Okay. So if this is your first time listening, so you know, at the end of every business therapy episode, I give you three questions that you can apply so you can take away what we just did with Ashley. Mm -hmm. So we did question number one, question number two. And now the question number three that I'm going to ask Ashley is let's create a loose, a loose, I don't even want to say timeline, but I want to say like markers. Okay. Because, or, or for you, it's a timeline, but if timelines have been such a point of problem for me because mm-hmm. I've let them rule my life to detriment, but yeah. then in this case, I think it's going to be really empowering for you. Yeah. So if it feels empowering a timeline where I'm like, don't just take an indefinite break because I don't feel like that's empowering for you. Yeah, no, I like the idea of a timeline, like the quarter one. I really like because Q1 it's, is fun. It, it knows like my brain knows, OK, well, then I could focus on this. Later. Yes. And so yeah. then what I want you to do is I came up with an empowering mantra for you, actually. Q1 okay. is fun. Yeah. Q1 is fun. Mm-hmm. Q1 is fun. But what I want to challenge you to do is. You're going to start trying to plan everything that needs to be done the second after Q1 happens, right? Like sure, you're, I'll try not to. <laughs> right? Like, like you're like, yeah. what I want to challenge you to do instead is every single time thoughts, timelines, frantic action mm-hmm. markers pop up, I want you to ask yourself, what have I done today or this week to relax? Because the whole point is, What you're actively doing right now is relaxing your brain and recharging and going inward and refueling because you've been giving and pouring out so much. Yeah. You've been doing it so much. Yeah. Nonstop. And again, I think part of that nonstop giving and pouring is that transactional. Mm -hmm. In order to get more, I have to give more. Yeah. Seth Godin sent out a really interesting email today. I freaking love Seth Godin. He sends out these quick daily emails. 
He sent this out today. He said, in search of reciprocity, if your posture is to give, hoping that you'll earn the moral high ground and thus get something back, you didn't give it first. You gave it second. You're saying, how can I incur a debt, one that I'm going to use to achieve my goals? And then I love this marker that he gives. If the words I and my appear in your reasoning before you get to the work you're hoping to contribute, then your goal is actually reciprocity. Calling it generosity merely confuses the issue. And so if you're like, I want to serve, change it to how can I serve today? Or that even has I in it. So what if it's even who can be served today? Mm-hmm. It's not even who can I serve today. Yeah. It's who can be served. Yeah, right? I love like, that. I loved the challenge of taking I and my out of it. And of course, huh? I'm, you know, we don't need to get like so technical. If you use the word I and my, you're always about reciprocity. Yeah. But it's just a fun mind a good, game. Yeah. A fun challenge. And for you, in order to take a break, it might mean that you schedule something that fuels you up because a break for you doesn't mean tons of free time, I don't think. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you take a cooking class. Like I started taking voice lessons, right? Like maybe you do some sort of yoga class that you really like, right? Like Mm -hmm. you schedule your work. Even I would challenge you to schedule something like that during work time. Yeah. So it's literally forcing you to limit down the hours of work you're doing. Yeah. So that you can just of course, you're going to get work done. You still yeah. have work to do. Yeah. But the break comes but from trying to like solve a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. You need a little rest, I mama. Oh, <laughs> you guys give Ashley a break. But also don't give her that much of a break because we've got a retreat coming up. <laughs> that's it. That doesn't even feel like work. No, it doesn't. Because we already figured it out. We thought about it months ago. Yeah. We booked it, you know, in our minds and our calendars Mm -hmm. months ago. Yeah. It's selling, like, it's not figuring anything out. It's after Q1. It's in April. Uh So it's going to be fine. And Ashley, thank you so much for being so open today. Thanks. I'm so glad we did this. (laughs) Me too. Because I wouldn't have gotten here with you unless I, like, put you on the podcast. I know. (laughs) <laughs> and what's your like testimony of coaching? Cause like, that's what yeah. we're trying to get people to realize like we can all use. Yeah, totally. Oh, oh no. I just think it's important because really no matter where you're at in the game, like I do to a degree feel like I have a lot figured out and I do feel like I've had some success, but I feel like there's always room to learn more and learn from different perspectives. And yeah, so I think it's super important. I love learning from other people. And I just love, like I said, like, Ashley and I can flip this exact scenario and Ashley can talk to me and help me see, you know, Mm -hmm. like Allison, you're being unreasonable, a crazy psycho. And (laughs) like, she doesn't ever say it like that, but it's very much what's happening. Where like, sometimes I even ask her, I'm like, am I being crazy or is this a problem? And she's like, no, you're being crazy. Yeah. And and so... (laughs) And so that's what we hope to offer with the business mastermind, the Mm -hmm. small group retreat. Like Ashley said, you get in a group of peers that they're going to share and be open. And those of you who listen to business therapy, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir. You guys know how beneficial it is to listen to these. And we have a small but mighty following of business therapy, but the people who listen and leave reviews are like, this is life-changing. This is the best work. Like, yeah. it really is such a good way to learn and grow. Yeah. And so if you enjoy business therapy, if you've been to the workshop and you want more from Ashley and I, even if you haven't been to the workshop, the branding workshop, it's going to be completely different. Every single person who comes is going to get coaching time in front of the group. You're going to get lots of time to work on stuff for yourself. We're going to teach some principles and some formats and and models, but it's basically a time to come and just 
do this yeah with a wealth of resources from me and Ashley but also all of the other attendees I can't wait to learn from everyone yeah like I, I am excited to yeah. learn from you guys so be sure to check that out at allisonsbrandschool.com that's Allison with one L and this is my girl Ashley Rose Reeves on the Instagram hey. be sure to go and tell her thank you and what you loved and learned from her today and her being so open and vulnerable so I don't have a review to read this week but I just want to thank you guys for leaving those reviews and sharing I'll get back to that next time we have a whole bunch of episodes that I've recorded that you guys are absolutely going to love. So we've got a whole new like slew of episodes coming out in the next few weeks. We just want to thank you guys for being here, continuing to share. We see it on Instagram when people tag Allison's Brand School. Yeah. And it means so much to us. And if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. Um, And you can come and do it with me and Ashley <laughs> at our retreat. Love you guys. Bye, boss babes. man, Mr. Eric Robertson, wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator, you can save 20% off with the code BUSINESSTHERAPY. So go to pleasantpictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune.